Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and I'm so excited to have you here on another episode. And I'm also excited to have my special guest, Dr. Christine Thorpe, who is going to be with us today to talk with us about the importance of wellness. And so we know that the time that we are living in, um, we see more people, and I'm so glad that we are considering our health and taking care of who we are and just in um, wellness in general because it encompasses more than just exercise. And we're going to talk about that today. But before we get started, I want to let you know a little bit about Dr. Thorpe. Dr. Thorpe is the CEO of Stronger Tomorrow LLC, a workplace wellness company that serves to influence and reshape wellness organizations through the lens of diversity equity and inclusion. Dr. Thorpe is a certified wellness coach, certified health education specialist, and certified marriage facilitator with over 22 years of experience in healthcare and management consulting, higher education administration, human services programs development, and addressing health disparities. She helps her clients to develop wellness plus DEI strategic plans for their workplaces and for their family enterprises. And so thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today, Dr. Thorpe. How are you? I am well, Dr. Watkins. I truly appreciate being here. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much. And just tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself before we get started that I didn't mention. Well, you mentioned just about everything. (laughs) I don't want to keep going on and on. But I will say that I do the work that I do um, from a place of compassion, care, uh, and and true connectedness. Very intentional about the spaces I move in, the lives that I interact with, because I believe our lived journeys are meant to be very purposeful. And I, I encourage all of us to be conscious and engaged with our lives and what we're called to do, because we only have this one journey mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and we need to maximize it as we've been blessed to have it. That's so true. So, you know, today we're talking about uh, the importance of wellness. So just give the listeners a definition of what wellness is and its importance. Well, for me, wellness encompasses much more than when people think um, I'm physically well. Wellness goes across the span for the work I do across eight dimensions of living optimally, not just being without illness. And in the work that I do as a health educator and wellness coach, wellness encompasses eight dimensions. Uh, there's, of course, uh, physical wellness. There's emotional wellness, financial, social, spiritual, 
occupational, intellectual, and environmental. On, and on any given day, every day, we ebb and flow with these eight dimensions in how we move through spaces, how we live our lives, and how we interact with each other. So my perspective with the dimensions of wellness goes beyond what it originally was posed as, as individual, but it's also collective. It's very important for us to understand that our wellness goes beyond just what we're feeling, but how we impact others and how others impact us. We are communal people in terms of how we work each day, the homes that we live in, our, our, our social environments. And as such, wellness is something that we each impact on each other. And it's also something that we need to be mindful for ourselves. And it's something that we must care for on a daily basis because each day is a renewal to do our best and to live our best. Yes, yes. And that's so important because we're not one-sided individuals. We're the whole person. And so wellness encompasses that. And so our listeners, um, even as she was sharing with that, I just continued to think about that, that it's not just one-sided. Every part of your being has to be addressed so that you can maximize your life potential here on earth for whatever it is that you desire to do. Um, and so with that being said, and we talked about it, wellness being very important uh, regarding wellness, I also heard you mention before that your main focus has to make sure that we are centered mentally and physically. Can you describe what it looks like to be mentally and physically centered? To be mentally and physically centered is to be conscious in your life and recognize those aspects within your life and around your life that sway you away from those, that moment of consciousness, that centeredness, that focus. Um, oftentimes we live life on autopilot. We get up, we do our routine mm -hmm. and we go. Mm -hmm. You may not even remember what you had for breakfast by 12 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Somehow you're hungry for lunch and you're not exactly sure <laughs> what yeah. to have for lunch. And that time passes you by, you grab something and then it's time to come home and you're trying to reflect on your day and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. You barely get through your evening, but guess what? You go to bed and you start that cycle all over again. Mm -hmm. And when you are not present in your life, your life passes you by. And when I work with clients, we work on that intentionality. What are your goals? What do you want to focus on? And we take time to look through those goals on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, and being able to measure that so that you are actually achieving what you put forth on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. And you can see that growth and feel that growth and say, hey, this is what happens when I show up in my life. This is what happens when I show up for others and when others show up for me. And I always encourage folks, even though if we're on a one-on-one -on -one coaching experience journey, or even in a group, who, who's part of your support system? Mm -hmm. Who? Because you can't do life alone. As mm -hmm. much as we will hear the phrase, I can do battle right. by myself, and I, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm every woman, it's all in me. Um, don't believe the hype. Mm -hmm. It's a lonely experience. It's a hard experience. And we were not created and designed to right. live life in isolation. Mm -hmm. 
That's so that's so key. I was just sharing with some individuals uh, not too long ago. I said, you know, we say um, that we can do it by ourselves, but we we were put here with people to be able um, to connect with people, to be able to um, connect with those that have a part of our purpose and we may have a part of their purpose. And so if we don't connect and collaborate and talk and make relationships, then we're not being the best that we could be isolation mm -hmm. is not it's just not the way to be it isn't and you're not sharing the gifts that are within you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that we forget that we actually have gifts our gifts are manifested in so many different ways but when you isolate yourself how are you pouring back into the world around you how are you leaving that impact whether it's within your home within the workplace within your places of worship, even at the supermarket, you'd be surprised when we just go about our day, grabbing our groceries and going, you can look up and smile at the person who might be ringing you out of <laughs> your groceries. You will make their day. How are you? Good morning. You might be the first person to acknowledge the humanity in them. Imagine that. But our mm -hmm. existence is often muddled in our head, thinking about the next thing we have to do. Being present is the beginning of living a full life. That is a mouthful being present <laughs> yeah. is the beginning of living a full um, life. And I think of when you were talking, I was thinking about um, when I was working um, and I was doing teen pregnancy prevention and um, at the health department and I would go to work today. I was just so focused. I was focused on ministry. I was focused on what I got to do when I leave work. I was, got, I was focused on my next class. I was focused on maybe a training that was coming up. And so when I would go into the office, I'm just focused, focused, focused. I'm not aware of anyone around me. And day to day, I was doing that, going and doing work, making an impact on a lot of people and, you know, a lot of young people. But um, just where I was, I was just focused on um, just busyness and, and being concerned of what I've had to do. And I say that for a reason, because one day I actually got to talk to another worker there that doesn't didn't work in the same the department that I did. And then we began to talk and just I began to laugh about something. I couldn't even remember what it was. And the thing that she told me, she was like, man, you are really cool, she said. But you know, when you first came in, I thought you was mean because you, <laughs> you didn't say anything. You know, you, I was like, I'm sorry. I was just so focused on what I have to do. You know, it wasn't, you know, that I wanted to, you know, bring that appearance out, yeah. but I'm just being so focused. And sometimes, you know, it, it portrays itself in another way. And so I um, think that it's so important that we realize that. What do you think about that, Dr. Thorpe? what I said. Uh, we, we are very <laughs> much focused on our tasks. We can be mm -hmm. task masters, but we mm -hmm. forget to enjoy the moment. Right. Enjoy the process. And I've been guilty of that where I, you know, you're driven to a goal and then you wake up and you achieve the goal. And you're thinking, what did I do along the way to get here? How did I get here? <laughs> right. And it almost <laughs> discounts the goal because you didn't celebrate the wins along the way. Yes. Yeah. And we're in such a society where we're driven to the next thing and driven to the next thing. And then after you get that, what's the next thing? And we're climbing. Mm -hmm. you stop yourself and ask, so where am I going and why? And after I get there, then what? And where is that moment of fulfillment? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I often ask that. Where is that moment of fulfillment? 
Mm-hmm. Is it really in that next big acquisition or is it while well, I had a wonderful conversation and it made my day and I learned something about myself. I learned something about someone else. Wow. I learned a resource that I could use in my life or share with a loved one. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm still on my journey, but I picked up some gems along the way. Yes. Yes. It's almost like the saying, stop and smell the roses. Yes. You know? Um, you know, and I, <laughs> ever since I was younger, you know, they could pick me out and say, um, one of the guys said, I can tell you, even though you look young, I can tell you the oldest because I was just laid back and, you know, just focused all the whole time and never really understood how to just lighten up because you mm-hmm. always have that responsibility yes. of trying to make that next goal. And then on top of that, that spirit of perfectionism, where you're trying to make sure everything is right and mm-hmm. just and so forth. And you get exhausted to learn the jar journey. And so I had to step back and say, you know what, I have got to um, take time for me um, and to be healthy for me in all areas and take care of my wellness because we can't help others um, to the maximum potential that we could if we ourselves are not at that place. I fully resonate with you, Dr. Watkins, as a firstborn and the serious one who had the responsibility <laughs> and all I had to, you know, you set the mark with the family. Like if, if you're the oldest, you're doing it. Everyone else falls in suit, you know, behind you. But where do you stop again and smell the roses and enjoy the journey, enjoy life? And you make adjustments because you realize that you, you need a deeper fulfillment And you really need to listen to the call Mm -hmm. that is spiritually on your life Mm -hmm. that really is going to anchor you and renew you each day to get up and do what you do with love, passion, compassion, a desire that refuels you. And, you know, I, I am a firm believer of taking care of yourself. But I had a conversation with a friend uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I need to check up on her. She said to me that she had taken some time off social media, just kind of shut down to take care of herself. And she puts an interesting away message on her text. I'm, I'm taking some time away to just take care of myself. My husband has confiscated my phone. I will catch up with you another time. <laughs> I thought that was too cute. And I respected and loved that. Mm-hmm. But she said, one, her sibling saw it, but of course felt that she could circumvent that, that same sibling who said she needed to take care of herself. So she ultimately, my friend ultimately contacted her sibling and said, you know, what's going on? And what her sibling wanted was something that really did not require her time and attention. She just wanted to take away from the moment and feel needed and and heard. And my friend said she had to put a barrier up and say, you know, I, I'm mm-hmm. taking this time. Mm-hmm. I really need to take care of me. You're always telling me to take care of myself. And when I do it, you're not mm-hmm. honoring that boundary. So as we say, take care of yourself because you, you can't do anything for anybody else unless you do. I ask those who say that to people to honor what they say and respect yeah. the boundaries of others because they're needing it. If they're shutting down and pulling away, don't take it personal. And if it's an emergency, it might be a 911 call that maybe you need <laughs> to go to the hospital. But honestly, unless it's truly an emergency, respect people when they say they need that time for self-care. 
Draw that line. <laughs> that is so true. Oh my goodness, Dr. Thorpe, this is so good. That is so true. And not get offended and take yeah. it personal because we all need that space and time to recuperate. We do. Mm -hmm. We do. We do. And, and we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to those around us because when we don't, they're the first ones to say, wow, you're kind of crabby. You, you, you seem really uh, hangry or whatever it is. And <laughs> right. It's so unnecessary to, to, to throw, to throw shade and terminology on people. If you just give them some space to be right. And when right. they're being don't, you know, usurp some of that time for yourself because you feel you should have it. So it's a mutual respect that we need to have when it comes to self-care for ourselves and for those around us. And to just, you know, give grace. Uh, I, I feel like we need to give more grace to each other during these times because our, there's so much more being demanded of us that, and, and the attention that is expected because all it takes is a chime and another message pops up and you're expected to respond soon. Mm -hmm. If we don't respond quickly, well, where were you? I was messaging you, you know? So we need to give each other some grace. We really do. It, it really helps us with our self-care, our overall wellness, and even with ourselves giving each other grace, you end up giving yourself grace, mm -hmm. recognizing that it may not be as serious as I think it is. Maybe I need to take a deep breath and reframe situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So good information. Good information. You know, um, considering our podcast is geared more towards the Christian audience. Yes. You no, know, it's more, it, it's most important to know that church doesn't lack in the ability to emphasize spiritual wellness yes. um, and its importance in the body of the believer. But nevertheless, I strongly believe that all aspects of wellness are essential to enhancing the whole individual. Um, would you mind sharing your thoughts on this? I firmly agree with that. <laughs> and as, as someone who grew up in the church, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm being very gentle. Can you understand then? <laughs> I understand and I'm being very gentle as I approach this because I know my parents will be listening to this. <laughs> and they're going to say, Christine, what are you? <laughs> um, spiritual wellness, of course, within the church is number one. For years, I have wanted to see churches take physical wellness to a new level. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And we don't. Right. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am going to share a story. When I was doing my doctorate, and I was thinking about what topic I was going to focus my doctorate on. We had a family member who was in her early 40s who had a heart attack and a stroke and died. Oh, my goodness. And at her service, ministers talked about how she gave of herself, how she was so selfless, how she gave. And I started to get upset because at no point in time in all of her giving and self-sacrifice did anyone see that she may have been breaking down mm -hmm. and giving her some space to say, take some rest. You know, maybe, maybe you need to sit this one out. You've been giving and we need to give this to someone else. But she was a single woman and, you know, volunteered and gave and serve and serve. So it's great to have free hands and an able body to always do but to what extent and to what mm -hmm. sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So at 41, she was no longer with us, could be with us, you know, God willing, if it was the case for 40 more years. 
Well, we lost her at 41. Wow. And that was a wake up call for me about the messages that we have about wellness in the church and being mindful and aware that as we cultivate spiritual wellness, we need to look at the word and what it says about taking care of our temple mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. really be whole within our bodies. Okay. You know, we, we are strong with our social wellness. We get together for our church events, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, but in the church, are we ensuring that we cultivate our intellectual wellness and making sure that our, our folks are getting themselves educated, getting mm-hmm. skilled occupationally? Are we starting businesses in our communities and supporting those and helping people to grow? You know, I, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I truly believe that in many ways, the church can evolve in its its scope of wellness and digging deeper into the word to support it because we have so many beautiful souls who are hungry for just a little bit more in these other areas. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. That is that is so powerful. You know, and I I I one of the reasons I took control of my health, you know, I was just in prayer one day and I do a lot of traveling and ministry. And the Holy Spirit just came to me and he said, You've got to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're doing a whole lot of traveling, you're doing all of these things for you know others, you have to be at your maximum physical strength, you know, do what you can to get to that point. And it was just like a little nudging in me. And so I started, you know, because I can't, you know, as far as doing it on my own, I could, but I'm so busy. I need that structure. And so you have to know what it will take. Like you talked about earlier, Dr. Thorpe, getting that support system in place to make you succeed, to help you to succeed. And so I understood that for me to succeed, I would have to have a coach or I'd have to go to a class and um, be around people that are doing the same thing because that will encourage you to continue along your journey. Mm -hmm. And so ever since I've done that, I've been able to, with by the grace of God, to stay on that journey. It's not been easy. Sometimes I don't even want to (laughs) go, you know, many days, but on the inside, it's just that little nudging because if anything was to happen because of something I neglected when I heard the Lord say, do it, then Mm -hmm. he's going to say, well, Tiffany, I told you. Right. you need to do and so even in the church I stress you know we need to take care of our bodies you know go to walk you know eat take time for yourself you know especially as women we give so much so you have to begin um, to be poured back into we do and we need to be (laughs) mindful of the foods that we eat and we serve I'm all about good food I love to eat Uh (laughs) We, we have to be mindful of portion control we need to be mindful of how foods are prepared that can still be tasty without without taking us down a path of high cholesterol and high blood pressure as a mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. you know. And the church, we fellowship around food, and we give we're able to break bread and give God thanks. But are we walking after our meals after we have our our Sunday suppers after service? Right. Are, are we moving and and having some time to you know? burn the calories, let the food move down from our stomachs down to other parts of our body and, <laughs> and burn. You know, we, we, we do need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves collectively within the church. And I implore that um, to our ministry leaders to ensure that we're mindful of all of these aspects of who our people are in the church, who our community is, and being able to care well for one another fully. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. Wow, this is just amazing. And listeners, I pray that you are hearing um, what is being said because you deserve it. Um, um, we were not put on this earth to be um, unhealthy, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, spiritually, or emotionally. Um, in <clears throat> any of the ways that Dr. Thorpe has mentioned, um, we should be at our maximum potential and it's easy to take steps to get there. And we're going to let you know at the end of this podcast, how to get more in touch with Dr. Thorpe, but Dr. Thorpe, before we finish, I, I want to have one more question. How can listeners start their journey to a better wellness this week? What are three main things you, you would tell them to do? On their wellness journey. And I talked about this recently. I think three things people need to do to start their wellness journey. And I think the big key is to reclaim the power within. Mm-hmm. The first thing is to remember the power that you have within. You have the spirit of God that is within you. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. First mm-hmm. and foremost, remember the power that you have within. The second thing I ask people to do, reposition people's opinions as well as reframing your opinions. The can't, I'm not sure, maybe not, maybe it's not me. Maybe I'm, you, this is where you lean into that power and remember that your opinion of yourself and any negative opinions of others about you are not how God sees you. And when we begin to reframe that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, The third thing I recommend for folks to do is to recognize and rest in the beauty of that self-love, which is on the journey to Mm self-care. When you recognize that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by the spirit of God that is within you, you recognize that it's God's love. It's God's love that is guiding you each and every day. And it's that love you pull in and remember that as an honor to the Lord, who has brought me life and keeps me going each day. I have a responsibility to take care of each of these dimensions of wellness. What do I need to do? Where can I get help on this journey to support? And you said this, Dr. Dr. Watson, you went and sought the help because the Lord spoke to you and people need to recognize that God is speaking. Mm -hmm. Do we want to listen and do we want to take action because we're also accountable for how we carry our bodies and take care of ourselves. We are accountable to ourselves spiritually, but we also have to be accountable to all these other aspects of our being to the Lord. Are we ready to take those steps and work with others in support of moving forward for positive change for a full, robust life? Yes, 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 yes. So listeners, the the decision is yours to begin to make. And we're praying with you today um, that the Holy Spirit, that the Lord himself begins to just touch your heart and reveal himself even to you more. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of you may have that weighed down spirit. You may feel like um, that you don't even know where to start, but he is there for you. And we are here encouraging you that you can do it, that you can make it. And this is just only the beginning. Um, and so we are there for you. But Dr. Thorpe, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. It was such a pleasure to have you with such great information. Would you let listeners know how they can reach you? Sure. And, and Dr. Watson, it has truly been a blessing and a pleasure. I have enjoyed this immensely. Yes. immensely. <laughs> uh, your listeners can email me at Christine 
at stronger-tomorrow.com. My website is stronger-tomorrow.com as well. So um, either they email me directly, you can go to the website, we have a contact form there. From there, I, I connect with every and anyone who reaches out to me, who wants the support, who's ready to do the work, and whether we do it one-on-one for that support or we pull together a strong group of like-minded individuals for a support system, I do that as well. But I am here to ensure that people are able to get the best out of their life journey. And that is my calling. Yes, yes, yes. So listeners, please go to her website or email her and check her out. We'll also have her information in the notes so that you'll be able to click directly to her and contact her as well. And we love you. And until next time, God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.